Welcome to another episode of the Real Life Lifestyle Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be talking about finding joy in the little things. And the reason for that is that oftentimes we tend to fall into this trap of thinking that happiness is something that we have to chase and achieve. And that leads us to a mindset where we are never comfortable with what we have and where we are in life. We always feel like there's something missing, like we need something else, like we need to be doing X, Y, and Z. And this is something that you can easily notice when you say, oh, when I do this thing, I'm going to feel happy. And then you do it and you don't feel as happy as you thought you would. And that is because life, life is a roller coaster. It is meant to be coming and going from one state to another. I don't think that life is something that you should see as a black and white thing in terms of either you're happy or you're not happy. I don't think it works like that. To be able to truly feel like you're happy, I think it requires that you accept that sometimes things don't go the way that you think they're going to go and that you allow those things to just be what they are. When you learn to get comfortable with things that are not meant to be comfortable or things that are not meant to be good, then you start to appreciate a little more the moments when things are actually going the way that you want them to. Now, it's something that it's obviously easier said than done, but the more you train your mind into appreciating everything that you have and everything that you go through, you start to see that life is not as bad as we think it is, and it's not as complicated as we think it is. Life allows us to learn a lot from things, and especially from things that are not good. And I think I've mentioned this before in a few other episodes, and it's just something that I live by, because it's very easy for us to fall into this really negative rabbit hole when things go bad. It's very easy for us to look at something that is negative and make it something huge, when in reality, it's just one situation out of every single other thing that is going on in your life. So why are we letting ourselves make a huge, huge thing when it's something negative, but when it's something positive, we don't give it that much weight, we don't give it that much importance, right? When we start looking into the little things and we start finding joy in the little things, we start to see how life actually balances out and how important each and everything that we go through, be it good or be it bad, is for our development and for our whole experience as human beings. So how can we find joy in the little things? Well, something that I've learned from books and from therapy has been that it is important for us to take a moment to be in the present, to really really be present in our minds where we are and what we're doing instead of thinking about the future instead of thinking about we're going what we're going to be doing later today or the things that we have to do later today or 
dreading the things that happened before, dreading the things that went bad in the past, and thinking about those things, or the opposite, thinking about all the things that went so good in the past, or all the things that you expect that will go so good in the future, and you're not really taking in the moment that you're living, and when you really think about it, the present moment is what is always there. The future and the past are just thoughts. The past are memories, things that you can no longer go back to. The future are things that you think are going to happen, but won't necessarily happen the way that you're thinking about. So they they are not tangible. They are just ideas. The moment that you're living right now, that's tangible. And you're always going to be living in your present moment. So being able to appreciate that and be very in tune with yourself when you are trying to be in the present moment, that's going to give you a better sense of what life has to offer to you and the things that you can actually appreciate and feel good about. When you're in the present moment, things that you could do to truly appreciate it are, for example, if you're sitting down and you're eating a meal, take the time to eat slowly and really feel all the taste, all the sensations that you get from eating that meal. How does that meal make you feel? And really think about it while you're doing it. Also, when you're outdoors, really take in the scenery. How does the wind feel? What can you see? What can you touch? Really get your mind into that and try to appreciate and find joy in it. How beautiful is that bird that you see on a tree? How beautiful is that lake that you're staring at or that ocean view? that you get to see. Those little things are something to really, really appreciate because they are not things that, one, are going to be there forever, and two, we're not going to be able to appreciate them every single time. But there's always something good to appreciate in every moment that you're living. Let's say you're doing homework and you're bored out of your mind. You have to write, you have to read, you have to do this whole summary of some material that they gave you in class. Yeah, it sucks. It probably it probably gives you a lot of unhappiness, I guess, to have to sit down and do all that work. But what can you get out of it? Well, you have the chance to actually learn something. You have that opportunity. That's something to appreciate. Also, maybe you're like me, that I love making my notes on real paper, not on iPad or like digitally. So I really appreciate just those strokes of a pen. You know, sometimes things as simple as highlighting things and making them look pretty and making cute notes around your already huge notes, you know, things like that that you can really look at and they're tangible and you can enjoy and learning to see life like that learning to see life as something that is beautiful 
is going to definitely boost your emotions, your where you are mentally. When we focus so much on the negative stuff, we attract those things. When we focus on the positive, we attract those things. And let me give you an example that I probably already gave on another episode, but I think it's so important that I want to let you guys know about it again. And that is when you see a new car, you become aware of that car and suddenly you start seeing that car everywhere you go. When before, it wasn't that the car wasn't around that much. It was that your attention was not on that car. That's the same thing that happens when you start focusing on the little things and finding joy on the little things. When you start looking at your life as something almost romanticized, you start finding more and more things to be happy about because you're actually seeking that and you are giving or assigning happiness and joy to those little things. Maybe waking up in the morning for you is hard, but when you get up and you look at yourself in the mirror, you feel good about yourself. You look at yourself and you're like, wow, I'm alive. I'm good. I feel healthy today. I'm ready to take on the day and do X and Y and Z. And just taking that moment to breathe in and appreciate that you are here. Again, it's not easy. We're not always going to be in that mental state. But understanding that when we are not in a good mental state, that that's something that's just going to pass, that's very important. And I think that's something that has helped me actually get out of those mental spaces. Yeah, I have days where anxiety drives me crazy and and all I want to do is curl in bed and just not do anything. But I found different ways to get out of that. And that is precisely doing things that I know that bring me joy and sometimes forcing myself to do that. Because for some reason, our minds tend to find comfort in negativity and in feeling bad. Sometimes when we feel sad or we feel anxious or we feel sick, we almost feel comfortable in those negative emotions and we don't really want to get out of that. So sometimes we have to force ourselves to get out of that. And that is something that I struggle the most with, especially when I have to do work or when I feel tired, but that I know that I'm not actually that tired. I'm just, you know, that that sensation that you get whenever you wake up and your body's still booting up, that kind of thing. So it's very easy for me to just stay in that same pattern all day, but when I force myself to get up, the first thing that I do is take a shower because I know taking a shower resets me. And taking a shower and putting on a nice outfit is something that inspires me. So whenever I feel stuck, whenever I feel like things are not going my way, whenever I feel like things... And when I say going my way, I mean the having the energy to get things done because I do understand that things are not always going to go my way and that's okay. But whenever I feel... Like I'm stuck in this slump, like I'm in a hole and I can't seem to get out. I go and I shower and I put on a nice outfit because I know that's going to push me to feel better and feel more inspired and feel like I can actually get things done. So 
finding that joy in the little things is going to be fundamental for how you live your life and for how you achieve things because the more things you continue to experience and the more you continue growing there's always going to be challenges so you need to learn to balance out the challenges and you need to learn to balance out the negativity and the things that may happen and especially the things that you have no control over because that's going to be probably the things that are going to put you in a bad mood the most what someone else did what someone else didn't do what happened to you maybe something that broke something that you lost those are things that happen and we don't really have that much control over them if any at all so what things do you actually have control over maybe you don't have control over what something you know what what something turned out to be or what what someone said but you do have control over how you react to those situations and that's something that I've slowly had to learn because I was so close to the idea this idea but I when I managed to really learn this and apply it to my life I realized that it's a game changer I remember as if it had been yesterday the one time that I consciously decided to control how I reacted to something and stay completely aware of how I was feeling in the whole process and afterwards. And that was, I think, last year or the year before. I was sitting on my bed and I was working with some jewelry stuff that I had gotten as a gift. And I had this little box that had all the ends that you put on necklaces and all the hooks for the earrings and stuff like that. And you know how those can get very messy because they're very small pieces, right? And there were a lot of them. So I don't know what it was that I was doing that I accidentally bumped that little box and it flipped over and it made this complete mess. Something in my mind, and probably obviously me, when I saw that happen, I stopped myself. Like I froze myself, my brain. And I made the conscious decision to not react negatively. It was going to be so, so, so easy for me to react in a negative way, to just say something like, say a bad word, and then maybe punch something or throw it or slam it or, you know, something like that. It was so easy for me to do that and get angry because it had flipped and made a mess. But it was an accident. And that happens. So instead of me doing any of those useless, completely and absolutely useless actions and reacting in a way that would have just pained me, I decided to look at it, flip the box over again, and peacefully put things back. And to make it more fun, I started saying in my head, you go here and you go here and you go here. And for some reason, before I knew it, I had picked up the whole thing and it actually looked more organized than what it looked like before it had flipped. That's to to keep in mind that 
we tend to fall into these spirals of anger that are so useless. And although I understand that anger is a normal human emotion like any other, I think that it is the most useless human emotion and that our lives are perfectly fine without it. Yeah, we do need to let some steam out sometimes and things are going to inevitably make us feel angry. But when we act on that anger, that's when we make the stupidest decisions and the stupidest actions. And of course, this is something that I have not researched, honestly. So I don't really know if there are any benefits to anger, which definitely should be something that I should look into. But for the most part, in my very humble opinion, I think acting on anger is the stupidest thing you can do. It's more useful to take a very deep breath in a moment that is very frustrating and just let the emotion go. Because I, for one, tend to say the most hurtful things when I'm angry. And I don't like that. I don't like that I flip out on people because I'm mad. That's useless. And that's something that puts relationships with other people in bad positions. It affects our relationships with other people. So... Again, if we have that control, if we develop that self-control to not act on anger, then life tends to be easier. And going back to that example with the whole flipped pieces thing, when I finished picking all that stuff up, I took a deep breath and I said, wow, I just saved myself from such a horrible emotion that I could have had. And that's that's something that even if we don't think in the moment that it's going to affect us, it actually builds up. Because you know how sometimes we say things like, I'm always mad or this always happens to me. Or, you know, we start to think about the repetitiveness of emotions, right? We don't necessarily remember every single time or every single situation that something happened, but we remember how many times we felt that emotion. And if we feel it too many times, we start to get very overwhelmed and we start identifying with that. We think that that's all there is. When in reality, probably many of those times were just things that we could have prevented if we had reacted in another way. And that's something, that situation gave me a lot of awareness on that. Because the moment that I realized, wow, one less anger that I'm going to have in my memory because I decided not to do that. Because I decided not to stick with the angry emotion that I... I I didn't even let the angry emotion um, develop in that moment, right? So now that moment is something that stuck with me. And imagine if I had... If I had reacted negatively to that, that same memory would have been such a bad one. And it would have been building on top of other negative emotions. So if we have 
negative emotions that are going to be created by things that we cannot control or just situations that are going to inevitably make us feel something bad, then why do we want to add on to that? If you already have a, a, a number of situations that you know are going to make you mad, why do you want to add on to that list? You know, it only makes sense that we control our emotions and we control how we feel so that we don't attach so many negativity to our lives. Do not identify a situation with a negative emotion because that's the thing. We think of a situation happening and we attach a negative emotion to it or whatever emotion it, for that being, right? So if I attach every time a cup of water is dropped to the floor and spilled, if I attach anger to that, every time it happens, my brain is going to automatically get mad. But if I attach a, um, a thought of it falls, I clean it up, I pick it up, that's it, then you move on and you forget about it. No negative emotion, no discomfort, no unhappiness. You just accept what happened, you fix it, and you move on. You find solutions. You don't stay stuck in the problem. Because it's like it's like they say, there's people who have a problem for each, each solution. And that's very true. Because something that could easily be fixed, people like to drag it. People, It's like they feed off of that negativity. And why? Because they are focused on the negative stuff. They are focused on... It's like they even fuel on that. Like they feel they need that negativity in order to keep functioning and because life is like that, which is not true. And that's something that I think happens unconsciously. So that's why it's so important that we become aware of our patterns and aware of the way that we think and the emotions that we attach to each situation. If you are fixed that every time X thing happens, it's a, a synonym of something negative, that's how you're going to continue feeling. You need to learn to switch the emotions to the things that happen. Not everything is going to be perfect, and you need to learn to feel the negativity because that's part of life. But there's certain things that you can control, and there's for sure negative emotions that you can prevent to not add on top of the already negative stuff. Finding the joy in little things is going to also help a lot in that because things as simple as you enjoying watching a little kid run in the park, just identifying with the laughter and with the emotion that that kid is feeling Instead of being, oh my God, so annoying, that kid is so loud. No, you don't have to like kids, but look at the emotion, look how happy they are and try to absorb that for yourself as well. There's so many things for us to enjoy in life, but we need to attach that positive emotion to them. And no, I do not mean falling into toxic positivity, oh, everything is fine, because that's not natural, that's not, that's not valid. We need to allow ourselves to understand and accept that things are going to go wrong sometime. But detaching ourselves from the negativity, detaching ourselves from comments like, 
All the bad stuff happens always to me. Why this, does this always happen to me? No, that does not always happen to you. For example, when you're driving, oh, I always get the, the red light. No, you don't. But you're fixed on the idea that you do. That's a problem. You think that every single time that you're driving, you get all the red lights. No, you don't. You get some light screen. The thing is that when you're driving past a green light, you don't even think about it. You just pass. When you have to stop at a red light, you get angry and you actually put emotion and thought into it. You're noticing the bad, but you're noticing you're not noticing the good. That's the issue. You need to notice both things and you need to take control of when it's good to feel one thing and when it's not. Is it useful or is it not to feel X and Y and Z emotion? Sometimes having a good cry is going to be necessary and it's going to be good. Sometimes it's just going to put you in a worse position with yourself mostly. You know, sometimes you, you may need to punch something. Please don't hurt yourself. But sometimes you need to let out the emotion. If you ask me, getting violent does not really fix anything. But everyone copes differently as long as you don't hurt yourself or you don't hurt anyone. But I, I honestly think that's not, you know, useful. But what do I do when I get angry? I tend to spend time alone to be able to process the emotion, question why I feel the way I feel, and play the scenario in my head to be able to understand it. Another thing that I do is what they call art therapy. And basically, that's taking a paper and you close your eyes, you draw something random, and then you color it in. Usually, what I do is I trace like stuff with a black marker, and then I color in with as many colors as I can. This is something that indirectly or directly turns the anger into something positive. So it goes from being dark and ugly to being colorful and happy. And it allows me to go through the emotion and transform it into something else. Not pushing it away, not burying it, not denying it, allowing it to be, and then turning it into something else. Because we do need to process our emotions. We cannot live a life that we are with emotions just bottled up inside of us because that's going to make things worse. So finding joy in those things, I find a lot of joy when I do that process, when I do that practice of turning my negative emotions into something positive. Because I feel that I'm doing something about it and I am not pushing it down. I'm not keeping it inside. I'm actually transforming it into art, which is something that I enjoy a lot. Maybe for you, that is writing a song. Maybe it's playing an instrument in a very aggressive way with a really loud and intense you know, rhythm to it. But if you're not artistic, maybe it's going for a run, exercising intensely without hurting yourself, obviously. Maybe what you need is to vent and tell someone how you feel. And then after that, appreciating how you feel afterwards, you know, appreciating that you were able to let that stuff out. 
even in those moments, you can find joy. You can find joy in processing the negative emotions. But you need to allow yourself to feel both things. Because sometimes we think that we are not allowed or we don't deserve to feel joy, to feel good things. And we stay stuck in that mindset for a long time. And life seems like something so horrible. When in reality, it's not. Life is just a collection of events, good and bad. And learning to deal with each and every one of them and feel the things that we need to feel, that's what makes life enjoyable and what makes life be what it is. The next time that you're doing something, something simple, you know, something that you don't really think much about it, try to really put yourself in that moment and enjoy it. Even if it's a mindless task, something like doing dishes, appreciate that you get to do your dishes and that's the actual somewhat problem that you have and be appreciative of having a home you know feeling like an adult if you're on the younger side if you're an adult you're adult not like me then you probably already feel adult so but even even then finding that joy in the fact that a task that is not necessarily so enjoyable becomes enjoyable because you get to do it and that means that you're in a good space right and if things are in a tough space for you what can you get out of them do you have someone there that supports you that is there by your side even though things are horrible or what things in your life are going good maybe you're suffering the loss of someone but physically you are healthy appreciate that maybe you lost your job but you have someone else that supports you and now you get to spend time with someone that you couldn't spend that much time with, maybe your kids, maybe your parents. What can you get from the negative stuff that you're going through and how then can you work through the negative emotion into something better? I've seen a lot of people that have lost their jobs and have been in really, really horrible financial places where they've almost been losing everything they had and that's what triggers them to do something amazing they start businesses they start doing things that they wouldn't imagine they would have been able to do there's always something good to take out of everything that's bad but if you can't find it don't put yourself in a even worse negative space Try to reach um, a happy medium space where you're just neutral, where you're accepting of what's happening. And even if you can't see the actual tangible good thing, at least understand that it's part of the process and that negative stuff, they pass. The same way good episodes of our lives pass, the same way bad episodes of our lives pass. So... We're always changing. We're always evolving. Life is always, you know, twisting and turning and bringing different things for us to experience and for us to enjoy. So find that balance. And if you can find a space where you can look at the little things and find the best out of everything, then by all means do so because that's going to help you to feel 
more in tune with yourself and happier and accepting of life. And with that said, I will close this episode here. I hope this helped shape your emotions and shape your your view of life. Because for me, it was definitely something that helped me understand that life is a very good thing. And that things are not always bad and they're not always good. Things are just things. They just happen. So I hope to... Well, I hope you hear me on the next episode because I can't hear you. But if you want to contact me, please send me messages on Instagram, on TikTok. Follow me. You know the drill. Real Life Lifestyle on Instagram for the brand and underscore Lixie Diane for my personal profiles. And thanks so much for listening. I'll catch you on the next episode.